We're ready for the next patient. Welcome to the BL Clinic. My name is Sister Unity. I'm one of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Hello, I'm Jose, or Dr. Jose. Since this clinic needed a doctor, and I was the closest thing. I'm a fish doctor. The two of us are fans of the BL genre. Known as shonen ai in Japan, and boys love in English-speaking countries, BL is a genre from Asia that has been growing popularity in the last couple of years. So in this podcast, we will be giving diagnosis, prescriptions, and prognosis for BL series. We are two gay men with a penchant for male-male love stories. So join us as we explore the world of BL and as we tease apart and analyze BL series from a unique queer-centric perspective. So today at the clinic, we are experiencing an outbreak and we want to diagnose it thoroughly. And the outbreak that we are seeing is something we've seen in Western TV series and films for a long time, but not in BLs up to a certain point about a year, maybe two years ago. And that is sexuality and even prurience in BLs. Dun, dun, dun. And what we mean by that is we notice that there is an increase in what some fans have described as softcore porn style sex scenes in BLs. Hollywood style or European style, hot and heavy, shirts off, in their boxer shorts only, or implied with a strategic covering of sheets and blankets that they're naked, or in the bathtub implied that they're naked. Hot and heavy scenes. So we want to discuss this, pros, cons, our own thoughts and feelings and examples of it. Please feel free to add your comments. So the, I think what prompted this has been the fact that, like like Sister said, there has been an epidemic, meaning an outbreak, in the last couple of uh, months where we have been seeing a lot of comments, especially on Facebook, of people like saying, you know, oh, this show is great, you know, look at this scene. And, and on top of that, you know, also we're seeing shows in which almost every picture, comment, or every... Uh, posting that people do about this show is not about how sweet the characters are. It's not about how sweet the kiss was. It's about, oh my God, this scene is so hot, right? Um, and we've seen it with, I want to say, Don't Say No, this series was one that was all over the internet a couple of months ago. And also uh, lately with Love with Benefits, which I have been watching and I kind of sort of like because he has gameplay and I have tolerated the fact that it's not probably the best series Kind of mediocre, no. to be honest. <laughs> we agree on that. Yeah, it is I mean, less than the best series. Yeah, I mean, there are so many things to watch that I don't blame you for not watching it. I'm a loyal gameplay fan, so I probably will stay watching it probably until episode three or four. And if it doesn't get any better, I might, I might stop watching it or I might just put it away. I might fast time. forward through all the scenes just to look at gameplay here and there. I know he's he's hot. And that's the thing, right? So we enjoy seeing, and you know, we have to be super honest, right? So we enjoy seeing these makeout scenes sometimes. I mean, they are good and sometimes they're necessary to the plot, right? Uh, it sounds like in Don't Say No, knowing Mame and how Mame writes, I kind of want to say like it's probably necessary for the plot. They were definitely necessary for Tarn type, you know? In Tarn type, I think, I think those scenes were really important for the plot development, right? Well, we have to dis we have to discern which scenes. I would say in Tarn Type, which is a very mixed series, a good series overall, but with some serious problems in the early episodes. And in the early episodes, those scenes got rapey, frankly, uh, especially the one in the shower where um, oh yeah yeah where um, uh, Tarn. <laughs> sort of forces a blowjob on type in the shower uh, as uh, you know, in this weird, and you only get this in Yaoi and in BLs where forcing sex on the other person sort of awakens them to their natural affection, but you know, natural inclination, which is frankly rapist bullshit. But in the later episodes, you're absolutely right. The kissing and the uh, love expressed physically was a an integral part of the story and an integral part of their connection. You know, and, and I would agree with that, except there there is there is something about Tarn Type, I think. Tarn Type doesn't do this successfully, but Tarn Type tries to portray what 
sexual abuse victims go through. It doesn't do it in the most healthy way and it doesn't do it in the best way. But I think that scene in the shower was important for that. And here is why. And, and it is something I didn't know until someone pointed it out. And I, you know, I probably maybe thought about it when I watched it and I have forgotten. But I, I was reading someone's uh, posting about this, which is that immediately after that kind of rapey scene in the shower type, kind of shuts down and he even like acts like he has a fever you know and he's like uh you know in bed and doesn't want to doesn't want anybody to get near him so he is uh and he even has a flashback i think that night so like he's experiencing like flashbacks because he was you know he had oral sex but it was like a forced sex right so that kind of bought down his uh uh bought back his experiences you know uh, as a child being being raped right so I just, in general, for me, uh, I, I would agree that it, it wasn't treated the, the best way. I mean, that that those first couple of episodes, especially, but after that, it was necessary. And we see this a lot. I would say, uh, have you watched Love by Chance? I forget. You have watched Love by Chance, right? Yes, that's right. Um, yes, that's right. Go ahead and make your example, and then I want to revisit what you were just saying. Oh, um, I was just going to say with Love by Chance that I think the scenes in Love by Chance that are of sexual nature let's say the, the heavy makeout scene there might be a one scene that maybe was gratitudes maybe a little bit gratitudes but i think overall those scenes are necessary to establish the relationship between i and pete and establish the fact that they're, uh, they're young lovers and they want to have sex all the time and i think maybe it wasn't necessary to show them doing a lot of stuff but it was important to show them that they were at least trying you know like they were they, they were having sex right it doesn't matter how you show it right it could have been just them kissing and then showing goldfish like they're doing in lovesick right but here maybe the, the makeout went out a little bit uh farther than than it it could have but it wasn't i don't think it was really bad i think it was in good taste so, so what were you going to say about tarn type well, I, I heard you starting to say about the shower scene, particularly the shower scene, that yes, it was rapey, but that that was necessary for some reason. I didn't get from you why it was necessary. You were saying that Tarn, uh, uh, I mean, uh, the uh, type yeah. then had uh, uh, flashbacks, um, but I, I, can you complete that idea for me? I'm, I'm not sure so, I got why so, it was necessary. So, okay, so here's what I think. I think the way it was carried out, like you said, was rapey, and I don't think that was necessary, but I think having having him like i think the way mama sees it the way the authors author author sees it i think she thinks that when someone has suffered rape any instance of forced sex triggers them and i think it's it, that's what it was shown on the next uh you know the next i think what may have been the next episode but why is why was that good for the storytelling because I'm not saying for me. I'm th I'm thinking the author, you know, wanted to show that that those are the consequences that 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 type has to deal with, and that somehow the love of Tarn bought him or help him, you know, get through this trauma. But that's completely I, not I, true, I you know. But yeah. I have to disagree. I have to say that that is what we hear from. Uh, 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 the famous Otai saying is overthinking. The author, I think, over-intellectualized how that works. Um, I'm unfortunately intimately familiar with surviving childhood sexual abuse. No, no, and I, and, and I agree and with that. No, yeah. no, when someone says that they're intimately yeah. familiar with childhood sexual abuse, it's best not to interrupt them. Yeah, okay, well, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. So, unfortunately, being intimately familiar with childhood sexual abuse, I can tell you that they portrayed some things correctly when they focused strictly on the abuse that he suffered. But the whole idea that he could be in this shower and have a blowjob forced upon him and that that would open the door to his vulnerability and to his uh, letting the walls down is absolutely fallacious and, and quite frankly, offensive. Um, it, it's it was a really misbegotten idea. I, I considered heavily whether to turn off the series watching it uh, or not after that point. Fortunately, I kept on and it got a lot better after that. But it's a notion that needs to be retired from BLs. This idea that forcing sex, certainly on someone who ha suffered childhood sexual abuse, 
um, would somehow lower the walls. It would not. It would have caused uh, Tyne to either have some kind of uh, triggering and maybe a, a, some sort of breakdown and would leave the college um, or do fall into a depression, or he could have had uh, Tarn arrested or had him expelled. Um, those are the more realistic outcomes of such an instance. Yeah. But I, I want to clarify this, you know, and I want to move on from this topic, but I want to clarify that what I was saying is necessary for the plot as the as the author sees it. Not not what I think, because what I think, I agree 100% with you. I think that that's the problem with Tarn type, right? And that's I think that's pretty much the divide that I see in the internet is between people that think that Tarn type is, is a great series because it has this portrayal of, of you know this character that opens up and uh you know uh, because of the love of 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 uh, tarn you know type becomes complete you know changes you know and 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 all that and i i you know i i'm not maybe as directly familiar with it but i have some indirect uh experiences with it let's say and and my first reaction when i when i saw this was like this is bs you know like uh any kind of uh, approach, you know, that you do to a person that has suffered that kind of trauma would probably trigger them, right? So it doesn't have to be forced upon them. So they could have done this same thing completely different, you know. He could have been very loving, you know, and 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 been trying to to kiss him or something like that, and you know, have some kind of reaction. So my my point is that I think for the plot, the way it was, the the the, the author thought it. Uh, I think yes, it was necessary in her head for ha to have this, but I think it was gratitude. And there are all, there are other scenes I think that are gratitude and probably not the best uh, portrayal I think of a gay character because we also need to remember that Tarn is a gay character, and he's a gay character that's forcing himself upon a straight guy, and that's probably not the best. Uh, you know, not the best kind of example we want to see in a series, right? Well, before we leave Tarn Type, let me say this. I think what you just said gets to the whole point of today's episode. Um, the the way that Tarn opens Type could have been done differently. It could mm -hmm. have been done with kindness. It could mm -hmm. have been done with the mm -hmm. love that he has for Type. And his love could grow from watching type unfold with mm -hmm. the application of kindness and love, not with forced sexuality. Exactly. Sex, yeah. you know, the penis, the erect penis is not the magic wand that opens the heart yeah. as, as much as gay men, you know, may respond to that. Um, but what early BLs uh, used to do, um, particularly, and this is why I fell in love with the, the genre was in Make It Right. Uh, it was... Um, T, the character T, mm -hmm. uh, played um, uh, uh, played by Boom, uh, really um, treated Peak's character with so much kindness and respect that I mean it, he made the early mistake of not forcing sex upon him, but going for it when the door was opened. And I did not find that scene at all rapey because it was consensual. Uh, but then having having seen that it kind of hurt uh, Peak's character, he he uh, backs off and he and he responds with kindness throughout all of the episodes. And in fact, the culminating uh, 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 scene in the in the whole first season series um, is him being compassionate. And that was what opened the love between them. So you're right. I think that the author could have resorted with non-sexual ways for Tarn's love to have opened type. And yes. so that that's the point of today is when is sex a necessary part of the story and it works for opening or the partners to each other and when is it excessive or misbegotten tarn type i felt had had a scene where it wasn't in a scene where it was and you've brought up uh, love by chance and i think you're right that it was an integral the sex was an integral part of the story i think if i'm not uh, mistaken love by chance was the first series where the sex became so it went that far into softcore porn is what I'll call it. Style. So thank you. Thank you for bringing that up because that was my next follow up here. Question is, you have been around longer than I have, you know, in terms of BL. Like, I think you have been watching it way longer than I have. And so my next question was precisely, when do you think it started? Because I kind of want to say it was love, with Love by Chance. What I remember is Love by Chance 
And on that one, I'm real on the border because the sex was part of the story and it was integral. But boy, they showed a long time of it. I don't know if they needed that much of it to tell that story point. But then the next one was Why Are You? Which was, interestingly oh, yeah, enough, yeah. Uh, same actor from, from both series. Uh, and Why Are You just went way over the top for me. Huh, that's interesting because I have not finished watching Why Are You? And I think we have had this conversation before. My issue with Why Are You? is that I just, I love the Jimmy, Jimmy and, um, and, uh, Tom, Tommy story, right? <laughs> yeah. So cute. Yeah. I mean, I love that story and it's cute and it's probably the one that has the least sex. But the yes. whole Why Are You? sometimes feels is very yaoi in the sense that yaoi means, you know, comes from an expression in Japanese that basically means there is no plot, there is no climax, and there is no point. Like, you're watching two guys making out just just for it, right? That's and hysterical. it felt very yaoi. Like, and so I couldn't get into it because I just felt like there wasn't anything to pull me into the story. And the only payback I was getting was from, from the Jimmy Tommy story where I was really more invested in this story, right? I agree. I totally agree with the other two, um, Z and... I'm sorry, what was Pete's character's name in, in Why Are You? Uh, well, you, you, but you're thinking of the actor, right? Saint? Saint, yeah. Saint's character in Why yeah. Are You? Um, anyway, those two I was much less interested in because all they did was get hot and heavy. And especially there was a scene in, was it a jacuzzi or a or bathtub? And there were lots of bubbles and they were just, it was just softcore porn. And um, God bless him, Saint has this actor's habit of making these faces that are just right out of porn and do not look like someone who's <laughs> actually in love. And it just, he makes these eyes and it makes me giggle because it's so like, I'm a porn star. Yeah, this yeah, is going to be great. Bit over the top, right, is what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, a little yeah. bit over the top. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you're right, Tommy and Jimmy did save the series. They were the much more interesting. And, like you said, they didn't need a lot of sex. Why? Because they had friendliness and camaraderie and cuteness. And, they, and Jimmy helped Tommy when Tommy was feeling less than or awkward. Um, and that was really winning. So you didn't need the sex in that to make it engaging. Yes, and I, I think that that's, I mean, to me, that pretty much summarizes the, the issue I have with a lot of the things that have come up uh, in the last couple of, I would say maybe within the last year or two, where I haven't really watched a lot of it because I just, it doesn't really draw me in. Now, I would say GMMTV has been pretty good in not falling through that crack, even though they were the ones that... No pun intended. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, they're the ones that aired... Uh, love by chance but they haven't been you know they, they didn't go in that direction but i think a lot of other series have and i guess the other the third question i guess that we need to think about here and, and we can discuss is are they doing this for ratings are they doing this as a way to hook a certain demographic that is going to be pulling into the story more because of it because that's what i think right duh is my response to you is <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's like that's like you and I walking into the clinic and someone is sneezing and hacking and we're like, gee, does he have a cold? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. They are doing it for ratings. They're doing it because sex sells, because they think that that's what the fans want to see. And But the sad thing is there is some part of the fandom that, that falls for it, you know, and, yes. and that's the frustrating part. Even the more, I would say, even the more educated part of the fandom or the more I wouldn't say educated might not be the right word, but the, the ones that are more usually romantic, right? The one the people that normally like the romantic series, like some of them fall for it, right? And and they, they enjoy it, you know, so it pulls them in. I mean, I'm not above certain amounts of it. I would rather and this is the reason why I watch BLs. The reason I got started, the reason I got hooked in was Grey Rainbow, Lovesick, and Make It Right hooked me in with the kindness and the way the relationship became difficult, but figured itself out in the end to end up in a place of love. I'm here to see that. I'm not necessarily here for the softcore porn. I love seeing programs about pretty young boys in blue shorts <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I'm, I'm as vulnerable to a good thigh as anyone 
Um, but I, I don't need it to go as far as YRU went, just to use an example of, for me, the one that went too far, the one that, the, that clearly went too far for me. Yeah, um, and I... It, yeah, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, for me, I, I would rather see... Uh, even this sounds weird, but I would rather see a 20 or 21-year-old uh, Thai actor in blue shorts <laughs> for, like, 10 minutes than necessarily seeing them making out, you know? Like, like I don't know. Like, you know, I, and, and I'm, I, I definitely enjoy the series where they take their shirts off and they show their muscles, you know? So I'm not also above any of it, but I, I just think that the heavy makeout se sessions, and, and this is, like, the other topic kind of segues into the other kind of thing I want to talk about, which is, as an actor, you probably know about this. The actors must feel uncomfortable. Like, some of Completely. them probably do. And Completely. so it's almost abusive, right, to the actors. Yes, yes. And you and I have talked a lot about this. Um, there are instances, there are both photographs and video of Thai directors pushing actors' heads together, of being in shorts and barefoot on the bed with the actors like touching in, inches away and pushing the actors together, like manipulating them like puppets. And that is completely inappropriate. It is terribly unprofessional and it leaves a production company with a liability issue. Frankly, I was really dismayed and frankly disgusted when I saw those videos and, and photographs and the uh, the notion that it well it gets you the shot you wanted it gets you the scene honey if the actors can't give that to you then you cast the wrong actors and you're gonna have to go and recast that's just simply how it is the some production companies tell me what you think i think some production companies have a bad habit of casting boys because they're cute not oh, yeah. because they can act not because they um they're free with their acting enough to be able to do a kissing scene Yes, and I, you know, sometimes they're not mature enough yet. And I think a good example of that to me, and this is just my opinion, would be Earth, Peter Pat, you know, in Waterboy, because I just finished watching Waterboy. And I didn't think he was, so he's, he was, uh, I mean, he was studying acting, you know, he was like a third year student. But I think he, he was not that good, you know, in that series. You know, he has a good body, you know, and he's a very attractive guy. But he wasn't that good. Of course, later on, stiff. we see... A huh? little stiff. Yeah, he was a little stiff. But later on, we see him now in, you know, let's say, for example, in A Tale of a Thousand Stars. I also saw him in Love by Chance. And I thought he did a better job in Love by Chance. And I definitely think he did a good job in A Tale of a Thousand Stars. So it wasn't him as an actor. It could have been the director, too. But, like, it's just... It just... There is something weird, yeah, about, about the directing over there uh, in, in Thailand. And, and, you know, one thing that, that hit a chord for me, you know, and I'm using this as a pun, <laughs> but it's when you told me that, you know, we're talking about this and I said something like, well, you know, if, if the actor should do this, you know, then the director has to, like, convey that to the actor, right? And you said something like, well, actors are not violins, you know, like they're not a musical instrument, right? And Correct. And it's true, you know, and, and I think, in, in in with Thai directors, it's almost like they're Muppets, you know, like they just want them to move around <laughs> like they want, you know. <laughs> Bravo. And, and, yeah, and it's just you know, and, and and it goes back to what you said. I mean, if if you if you're telling an actor like I want you to put your arm, I mean, you can just say it, right? I want you to put your arm around him like this, but also you need to explain why, right? I wouldn't mind that there would be this communication about you know, what kind of moment is going on here, you know? So what what should be your feeling? I mean, it should come off, uh, come out naturally, I would think, as it, for the actor to want to do, you know, what the character should do, right? Yes, so, if you want to get a natural performance from an actor, you have to use words to direct them. You can show them examples on film um, or, you know, the director could have his boyfriend or his girlfriend with him and kiss them and show them. Yeah. Uh, you can model it for them, but you never, never grab them and make them into Muppets, like you said, to, uh, uh, to, to get what you want. You eat because you you gas the right actor, you'll get something good, and often you'll do it several times, and you'll get something you didn't expect that you didn't think of that the actor thought of that's even better than what you thought of. But you have to be able to communicate as a director effectively and in detail so that the actor knows the story you're telling and the exact resonant feeling you're trying to evoke, so that he can do the choreography of where he places the arm and you know where on the face is he going to press his lips 
to kiss? Is it a forehead kiss? Is it a lip, etc.? Or he feels comfortable improvising the kiss. If you cast a good, a good actor, you'll get all that, and you can direct them with words, and that's enough. Yes, yeah, and and that's so that that's I think was was lacking here, and I think it's something that there's an issue with with uh, Thai. You know, we see it in Thailand for some reason. And then in terms of, of kind of going back to the main topic, you know, like like I wouldn't mind then those scenes where they're making out. I mean, so we have seen, right, like you said. And so I would say just for our listeners, so this was this was from Nitiman, this series. There was a, I think it was a picture. It might have been a yes. video. There was a picture and yeah. a video. And, and uh, just to tell the audience, I did not watch Nitiman, the series. I boycotted it for the reason that Jose is about to tell you. Yeah, so basically in this in this video... Uh, the director literally takes his hands and he like presses their heads together, you know, so they smoosh, right? They're kissing. And I forget. You would be fired in the United States for that. It made me feel awkward watching it. And I had to like forget about the fact that I had watched it so I could enjoy the series. And I ended up watching the series because I really like one of the actors. But I mean, it made me feel bad about the actor. And I, I, you know, at first I remember telling, telling, telling you i was like well maybe it was maybe it was my i don't know maybe it was the assistant director maybe they had like a second unit director i don't know i don't know but like it it was the director you know uh it was the actual director of the series that did that so uh it, it was very appalling right and yes. uh, and then we also watched another one from vietnam where the director did the same thing uh in in some uh uh, uh, behind the scenes. I don't know if you remember that other one. I think I show you that one. All of that behavior, frankly, is uh, to be in the clinic. It is cancerous, and it needs to be uh, removed. Scalpel and forceps in hand. That needs to be cut out immediately. You, do, if you, if you're in production in Thailand or Vietnam, and you're listening to our podcast, cut it out. Yeah, it and let, let's right. be and let's be very clear. I think the reason this is bad. So it's two reasons. You know, one, I think it's you know, it this doesn't this wouldn't work anywhere else, right? Maybe it works in Thailand because their laws are different. But the other reason is that you're also not getting the most organic uh, performance from the actor. Absolutely you know? right. That, that is such a good issue. point. That yeah. is such a good point, and that leads me to uh, uh, the next point, which is where does where did sex work in BL series? Where is it okay and it worked and it was enough, but not didn't leave us feeling awkward? And I have two examples that I'd like to cite. Uh, one was back in the early days in Make It Right, when Om and Toy had the scene where they were in the sex hotel and they were hooking up and uh, Om goes to the room and uh, Toy is there and uh, it's book and frame are their character names and they have sex and their shirts are off and they're in boxer shorts. They showed just enough to tell us they had sex, but not so much that you felt weird or awkward about the actor's having to get it on in a scene they use the, the actors were comfortable showing their bodies but it was well done because it told the story without being too much the second example is exactly what you're saying about being organic and we had two really fine actors it's in the current uh, series and the most recent episode of bad buddy and it was Nanon and Om playing the scene where finally they admit their feelings for each other uh, on the rooftop and they kiss. And it was, in my view, one of the top three BL kisses of all time. It was passionate. It was loving. It was real. It wasn't one of those lips pressed together, like with the, without the lips moving weirdnesses or like the head obscures the angle so you don't see the lips touching. It was a full-on real kiss. And it went on for a few seconds. And it was involved. And the fact that these are two excellent actors, and they have an excellent track record, and they know each other, and they're comfortable with each other, the director got a really organically beautiful moment. Well done. Um, and it went on, like, I might have felt uncomfortable with other actors or other series with the length of time they did it, but in this one, I didn't feel uncomfortable at all. Yeah, so, it was it was very beautiful, and I, I cried, and I normally don't cry when I see them kissing because... No, sure, when they kiss, it's like, well, I actually have cried only once. So I've cried w with Game Boys. And so here's the other thing about that scene, though, that I would say. So this is kind of one apart because, you know, this might be a little bit unrelated, but well, it's, it's related because I guess this is kind of talking about when it's necessary, these kind of intimate scenes. And I think the build up to that scene was very good. So I think a lot of times context is important. If two, if two characters just kiss just to kiss, that that's not necessarily something that 
that is organic to the story, so it's not necessarily effective. But I think here, you know, right. it was very the opposite, effective. The opposite word to organic is contrived. Yeah, and contrived, viewers, yeah. you and I and, and viewers can tell that when something is contrived, it feels phony. It feels forced. It feels like it was just stuck into the story. And you may enjoy it because it's visually stimulating, but it doesn't quite fit in the story. And it leaves you feeling a little bit like, eh. Yeah. So in Nitty Man, for example, there were some kisses there, you know, not surprising because, you know, this is the one that had that director that did that force smoosh and a lot of times you know those scenes didn't felt very organic and the actors felt very stiff uh because you know i don't think they were comfortable right so so the one thing with this scene it was it, in you know bad body it was it was very beautiful because the actors were very relaxed and yes. they weren't very you you didn't feel that stress of like oh my god i have to kiss my my partner you know and here's the camera you know here's the director you know and i'm having to do this in front of these people and my mom is watching and my dad is watching my friends are watching <laughs> like i don't know like whatever goes through their head you know it was very relaxed and they were in character and and it worked very well and and you know the final the two final shots you know one showing fran teary eye you know was beautiful and then when they show om just standing there in the rooftop by himself it was just a beautiful shot, you know? So the, the whole thing was beautiful from beginning to end. So another um, example yeah. that another example that you just cited of or, where organic kissing, organic sexuality worked well was part of the story, and we didn't feel awkward was Game Boys. And for me, a third, uh, a fourth one was um, Boys Lockdown, a cute, cute little series from yeah. uh, uh, from the, the Philippines, Philippines around yeah. the same time as Game Boys. Yeah. The Game Boys to me knock it out of the park with their kiss scene. You know, uh, that was yeah because they were beautiful. The actors were good actors. They yeah. they had a track record. They've been in some serious films, and they were very comfortable. In fact, uh, I'm laughing because uh, one of the actors in Game Boys was in another film earlier uh, that was based on a true story about two sex workers. Uh, who were um, abused by uh, by a client and uh, I believe murdered the client and then were sort of on the run. And in that film, that actor had to do prolonged, very disturbing sex scenes. So I'm sure that that kissing a cute boy in Game Boys was like nothing for him. Yeah, that. yeah, that's Cocoides. Kokoi de Santos, yes, that's right. He's he's excellent, and and that, again, the build up to that scene probably is, is what worked so well for me. I mean, I, when I the first time I, I watched it, I cried like a little kid. Like I was just, I mean, I just had tears flowing down. I couldn't stop myself. Me too. And then when I, when they go into the actual scene where they're like cuddling and eating pizza and all that, that that's later. Yes. Um, I, I, I was still crying. You know, I couldn't help myself. You know, it was just tears were coming down my eyes and I couldn't help it. And I have watched that scene probably three or four times. And I, I think I would say 90% of the time when I watch it, I cry. Because it's just it's it's a beautiful scene and just the the energy you know of the scene you know the the kinetic energy almost yes. right going to that scene you know and the kiss it's just it felt so natural and it felt so right so that's with Game Boys and then Boys Lockdown is kind of similar where the kiss was an integral part to the story and like it was necessary and it was beautifully done and tastefully done and it was just i cried i think i may have cried on that one too i can't remember maybe and i do cry me, a lot tell with me, this you know? <laughs> well i was gonna say in in the back room of the clinic the nurses are all calling you dr weepy just so you yeah. know. um but tell me this uh tell me this doctor fish doctor how many sex scenes have been about the love so much and so tenderly that they made you cry as opposed to these organic kisses for me, I can't think of a one. Of like heavy makeout the, yeah, sessions. Yeah, the hot, yeah, the hot and heavy scenes like uh, Love by I Chance. I can't think. I can think of any. I mean, like I think there may be ones where I'm like, I I find them titillating and find I find them uh, erotic, which you know is the very definition of BL, right? BL is homoerotic. And so I would is say, is it? Is it? Is that the definition? Well, I'm not some sure people that that's def- the case. Well, well, let's let's back back backtrack a little bit. So some people define BL as homoerotic uh, and romantic stories, right? So both. I would say homophilic, you know? homophilic, philic, yeah. uh, philia being the Greek word for love. Love, yeah. Well, but some people define it that way, meaning like you kind of need some kind of homo. I think when they mean what they mean by homoerotic, it's not sexual explicit but you know if you think about lovesick you know when they you know when they uh hold hands 
or when right. Well, it's one, funny you then... say that. I was I was just gonna throw lovesick in your face. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I was exactly, just gonna yeah. say like lovesick yeah. does all of that without anything that is uh, overtly erotic. It's yeah, yeah. All... No, but I would tell you like I consider you know I I'm on the record for this because I have written it on my on my blog. I consider the hand holding in lovesick to be the equivalent of porn. Because they are holding hands all the time, and when they do it, a lot of times is there is this sexual tension, and like when they hold their hands, that you can feel that sexual tension, which is so weird to say. But I mean, I I have never seen that before, and I have only experienced it, I think, with lovesick. I would say mostly with lovesick. Yeah, Doctor, you and I are watching very different pornography. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I call it. I mean, it's it's a way to call it, but it, it is. I would say it's just pretty well done in a way that's erotic well here's tasteful. here's here's my point in saying have you cried at any sex scenes i mean and of course people don't cry at sex scenes i personally love watching bls and started watching bls because i cry at the the kisses i cry at the love scenes because they have built the story and the relationship and the characters in a way that stokes my heart so that when the love finally does a, like jump over all the hurdles and they finally come together and express their love together i am weeping because it's so beautiful and i'm so happy i personally don't need the sex to get me there it doesn't yes it's a part of a story but that's not the story that i loved bls for I can get that in American cinema. I can get that in pornography. I'm plenty happy in pornography because, frankly, they do a lot more satisfying things than you get in the BL sex scenes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, it's okay. It's fair game. You know, yeah, I'm used to it, sure. But for me, in the early days, it was so special to find a genre that did not bank on that and that focused on my heart. I always said to people when I discovered BLs, oh, wow, look at these series where they, they with expert precision, they know how to insert the knife into your heart and then twist it slowly. And yes. that's what I loved about BLs, not the sex. The sex is, you know, okay, it's fair game. You can tell that story. But I loved BLs for telling the other kind of story. You know, I, I kind of want to say the only, the only time I have felt that there's a, so there have been a couple, right? So I want to say if you remember that scene from my day where they after they kiss, they have sex and the one character says to the other, "I love you." You remember that? Scene? Yes, and it's a pretty. I mean, it's one of the hottest and heaviest sex scenes. I mean, it's really a sex scene, but uh, it's and it's in done. it's in the it's in the sort of the rooftop hotel, and there's a little room yeah. off to the side somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that was beautifully yeah, long, and no, that's that, probably one of the few that was ones, beautiful. Yeah, and then yeah, you're, um, right. you're absolutely right. And then the other one I can think of is Game Boys, uh, the movie, which I don't think you watch. Correct. There is a sex scene there that I thought was well done, and I I enjoy seeing it for the fact that they show them flipping. You know, which people you know always say, oh, you know, you're an uke, you're a semi, you know, you're the top, you're the bottom. But they show them flipping, you know, and I think they did that on purpose because they want people to see, you know, that gay men flip, right? Well, now uh, I've got homework to do. Now yeah. I've got homework to do to, yeah. to be able to, because you know, on the uh, uh, hearing that those two characters that I loved, that they did not go that far in the series, uh, and I was overjoyed about that. And now hearing that they did, I have to go watch and see whether I feel that that was contrived and and sex for sex sake or if it was organic. I think I thought it was beautifully done. I I like that they included that little bit of where you know they're flipping, and I think that was the main point of that scene. And I I enjoy it, and and I mean that whole the movie was just beautiful. You know, I mean I cry like a little baby. You know, with that movie Doctor too. Doctor Weepy. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm trying to think if there's any other scene that I can think of that either was necessary or it was beautiful, beautifully done. In a lot of DBLs, the scenes, I think, are necessary, but they are not necessary to go as far, you know? So, for example, with um, with Love by Chance, I think there are many scenes in which we see maybe a little bit more than maybe we need to. And I think, again, Love by Chance probably started this trend, and I think it's, it's, it's important, I think, to to go back to it and kind of, think about it from that perspective right so is it was it all that necessary you know and i think the answer is maybe not as necessary i mean i think the sex scenes were important but i don't think we needed to see all of the things we saw 
I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that they could have suggested the sex with maybe half of what they showed, and it would have been sensuous and beautiful and told the story both of love and of sensuality that those two highly sexed characters had for each other, but without it being prolonged. I think that Why Are You just drove it off the road and down the cliff, and it really revealed, uh, to me, it revealed that those two characters really had a very thin story. They did not have a lot of story to tell. And I felt like they just filled the time with the sex scenes. And I, if if that's what you have to do, you need to go back and rewrite your script. Yeah, and let, let's be honest, you know, like I, I've been, so again, I've been watching Love by Chance because I, it never really grabbed me, you know, when I first watched, because like, I only watched like, the first episode, watched like maybe, I probably watched like, maybe like 30 minutes of the first episode or even 20 and I it didn't grip me you know so I was like hey I'm not gonna watch it I'll watch it some other day and I never got to it right so after all these years I finally said okay I'm gonna watch it you know in in watching Saint and watching Perth I'll tell you like for me Perth makes Love by Chance work because he's a good actor but I don't think Saint is that good I think Saint is okay you know so I think I'm afraid you know I'm sorry to say you know because I know Saint has a lot of fans. I don't disagree but, but with yeah. you. I do think he was at his best in all of the series I've seen him in. He was at his best in that one. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, Perth is a, a very natural actor. Yeah. You know, I want to... Well, I was going to say, I don't know if you agree with me, but I feel like there is this uh, thing I, 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 I say, I always call it a, the range of an actor, right? I think that Saint doesn't have a lot of range. So I think Saint, maybe he can do comedy. I haven't really seen him in comedy. I would say maybe he can do comedy. And, you know, he can do some dramatic scenes and things like that. But the crying is not that good. You know, people had told me that the coming out scene in Love by Chance is very good. And I was, you know, preparing myself for it, you know, because people told me it's very good. And I was really surprised that it happens in the first episode. Again, I had not watched the whole episode. So... When I first watched the entire episode, I was surprised that it happens in the first episode. And the scene itself, it's it's a good scene. And I thought the lady the play, that plays the mom is a good actress. But I think that I, for me, Saints acting in that scene fell flat. And I just, you know, it was sad. And maybe I had a bit of a teary eye or something. But it wasn't something that made me cry as much as I did when for the Game Boy's coming out scene, for example. Or... The he's coming to me coming out scene that the his the his coming to me coming out scene. I mean, every time I watch it, I cry, and I I mean I cry real tears. I mean, I'm not talking about little tears. I'm talking about I I have to like wipe my eyes, you know. Doctor so, Weepy. <laughs> so I think Saint doesn't have that range. I mean, and there was another scene in which she had to cry, and it wasn't like very believable, and it always takes me away if I don't believe the actor, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't think Saint is that great. I mean, he's okay. I I think he's, a, he's an okay actor. He's not a great actor. To go to your <laughs> question about uh, are they doing, are they ladling on the sex scenes in order to keep an audience or, or uh, make more money or make a series more popular, which we agree that we think they are. I want to point out uh, examples of series that didn't have, that had hardly any sex. It had some kisses and one series that had none of it whatsoever. In fact, it's one of the most successful series in the BL fandom, even though it is strictly a bromance. And that is The Untamed from China. They don't kiss. They don't say they love each other. They certainly don't have sex. But the relationship is absolutely compelling. And I am watching it for the fifth time. I've been sick in bed recently, mm-hmm. and I'm watching it for the fifth time. And I am crying more now than ever at the beauty of their relationship for each, with each other, for the kindness and the compassion, and the way that, for example, uh, Lajan feels guilty that he did not stand by uh, Wei Ying's st- side in his moment of greatest crisis, and the way that that softens, softened his heart and opened his heart later. All of that done without as a nary a kiss, not even hand-holding, but they absolutely captured my heart, and here I am watching it for a fifth time. Uh, another example would be Dark Blue Kiss and the whole series. Uh, with Tay and Nui. They kiss in that, but they don't have any hot and heavy sex scenes, but that's one of the most successful BL pairs or couples uh, in the in the history of the genre. And their kisses are really not even that great, but 
everyone loves them. They are up there with the top and their series are up there with uh, the, the, the most popular series. So you don't, so my conclusion is, my, my diagnosis is, you don't need the sex to sell a good series and get yourself an audience. The sex is okay, as we've seen, in telling a story where it is organic and with actors who can give you that eroticism without you having to push their goddamn heads together yourself, as long as you make sure that it is coming from the story and the characters organically and not because you want some prurience to sell your series. Yeah, and I, I think another good example of that is also in Love Kiss, ha I mean, Love Kiss, <laughs> Love Sick has probably, let's see, I think it's 36 plus 12, so 48 episodes in total. And in those 48 episodes, the number of kisses in that series is probably like three total. Um, and of those yes. three, only and one is in the mouth. That, that and was once and one morning after scene when they're sort of in the bed together in t-shirts and boxer shorts and you kind of understand that they probably had sex the night before yes exactly not, you know the yeah. sex is implied too implied yeah <laughs> but you totally it's part of the story and you love it and you feel for them and you don't need the sex to not, keep you interested not only that but in if if you dig into it right in Love Six, especially the first season, right? They had sex, it's implied, right? They they kiss and then after that they show the goldfish, which was the way of to say, you know, they had sex. And then the next day they, they're like laying in bed, they get up, you know, they get ready for school. And it is an essential part of the story because the reason that Poon feels so bad about 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 Noah is that he the flower no, right? He took Noah's virginity. And in Thai culture, you know, when you take a woman's virginity, at least, right, you're supposed to take care of her. So he confesses to Noah in, when they go to the beach, to Wahin, he confesses to Noah that he had also taken uh, Aim's virginity, right, the flower Aim. And so he's kind of conflicted. And Noah says, you know, you should take care of, of Aim because Aim is a girl and I'm a boy. So, like, it, it's kind of interesting because it's part of the story. And not to be naughty, but it's kind of ironic that he takes aim at the girl's virginity and that he doesn't end up with the girl, but he does end up with Poon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was a dirty joke. No, um, but the other the other series that comes to mind, you know, and this was a big series. It's probably the most successful series in the last four or five years is uh, Together, right? Together doesn't have much more than a high five. And... It was, you know, I mean, sadly, correct, you know. Correct, And they didn't even kiss, right? No, uh, what they have is cuddling. That they cuddle, like cuddling. Yeah. They cuddle, and there's some implied sex scenes, I think, and stuff like that. But they don't show a lot. But, you know, they were able to, to have a really successful series. And, I mean, I, I don't think their chemistry is as great as some people say it is. But I also don't agree that some people say they have absolutely no chemistry. And I think that's not true. I also think Bright is a much better actor than people give him credit for. Um, and, and the same thing with Win. I don't think Win is that, that bad. I actually think he's pretty good. I actually want to see Win in another BL. Uh, I don't want to see Bright in another BL, but that's because... Their, the fandom that Bright brings with him is kind of toxic. <laughs> I just don't want to see them in the BL world. But me personally, but I, I would say Win is a, is a great actor and his fandom is not as toxic in general. And, but yeah, they didn't have any kisses there and they were very successful. So I think directors and producers and even actors to some degree should pay more attention to these things because... They should know they don't need to show a lot of skin or sex in order for us, BL watchers, to to love a series. Well, yes, I I I love that series a lot, and um, even more still together the sequel. In yes. fact, still together is one of my top five, and I've watched it I think four I'm, times. That's already. next for me because you have said it's very good, and I have not watched it. I think I made it up and, to episode three. And not to give, not to make you a spoiler, but they do kiss, and they kiss well in that. And bravo to them for doing it. And that is a perfect example. The, this, the, the season one and season two are perfect examples of both sides of what we're talking about. That you don't need the kiss to make a successful series, and the kiss done right can be organic and a beautiful part of telling the story of their love. As it is in Still Together, I hope that you will agree when you see it finally. Yeah, yeah, I will see it. Be uh, I will watch it because you know I'm kind of slowly making my way through the classics, 
and that's that's it's not a classic but it's a series that i have to watch i also have to watch uwma uh until we meet again i haven't watched oh you that haven't one. seen that one oh wow well, well that's it... a that's an interesting story i i i don't want to digress too much but basically with until we meet again what happened was that i was watching it and I made the mistake because I thought, oh, my God, this series is going to be great. You know, like I, I watched the trailer. I was like super hyped. And I told my husband, who was kind of drunk that night, I was like, oh, let's watch this together, you know. And so he started watching it with me and he totally ruined it for me. You know, he started complaining about, oh, that's so fake, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like he just complained about everything. And it just ruined it for me. I ruined the mood and I just stopped watching it. And then people kept watching it and I just never, never got back to it. So I, I do need to watch it. That, that's understandable. And you definitely need to pepper spray your husband if he comes near you while you're watching, right? I don't like to uh, him to be near me when I watch anything sad because I know he'll bring the mood. So I just I just watch by myself. Like just Game Boys, get, get I watch a, by myself. Get a blank form divorce paper. Get a, <laughs> a form for a divorce papers and just hold it up to him to, to shut him down. <laughs> I just have to uh, lock my so door. So here, here's um, it's interesting you mentioned that with Fluke, uh, an openly gay actor, because here's a question in my mind, and that is the difference between in the production building of a story, um, but also in the performing of the story. Do series not have sen sensuality and eroticism and nakedness, and even kisses, because they've cast straight boys as the male couples? And the there's something either the managers or the production company just holds off on making straight guys kiss each other. Um, and that said, uh, with straight guys who are willing to play romantic scenes, uh, do is there something about straight actors performing them versus gay or bisexual actors performing them? Was one better than the other? Is one more appropriately played by the other? I just to uh, be fully disclosed disclosing. Um, I absolutely believe that gay roles should be played by gay actors. That said, BL, as you've often said, is a kind of different genre where part of the origins of it were to have straight men portraying same-sex love because women get really excited by that. And it was for women originally in that way. Yes, and that's true. And so for us, you know, I think in BL, we, we want, I would say not necessarily, and, and this is horrible to say, I think, to some degree, but I think BL as a genre, you know, and, and again, you know, here I'm doing the same thing I did when I was talking about Tarn type, you know, I'm not saying this is right, right? I'm not, I'm not taking sides, but I think BL as a genre, right, is about males that, that act in a masculine way, right? So they're masculine gay men, or not even gay. They're just men falling in love with other men. Right, right. They're not gay. They're just yeah, yeah. in love with that one yeah. guy. Yeah, exactly. And so that's that's the that's where BL comes from. I think BL has evolved, and I think when we look at the Philippines, I think we're seeing a more, I would say, much faster evolution of BL in the Philippines. And in the Philippines, they have pretty much merged the the queer tradition, you know, the queer cinema tradition with the BL tradition and I think yes. you have something like like you know Game Boys which is a perfect marriage of the two or even Boys Lockdown to some degree though I think Boys Lockdown is more BL than anything else but but I think Game Boys is a really good example of a, of a series that is a perfect marriage between a, a queer centric narrative and a BL aesthetic you know aesthetic. I thought Boys yeah. Lockdown was absolutely queer you think, yeah, well, I guess, I mean, I think the character that, yeah, the, the character of Key is very queer. The character of Shen is supposed to be queer, but he doesn't come off as queer to me as strongly. And that may be, a, that may be caused because it's a, a straight actor. Yeah, I yeah, and Ali, Ali, King, Ali King is an openly gay actor, who the guy who played Key, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so, you know, there, for me, there's the problem in my interest in these series is, Hey boys, I can tell when you got a straight guy playing it. Well, and and I think you know this goes to another another thing that you know I was I was watching this video of a blogger that I follow. He's he's a, a Mexican blogger, and he was he's a gay man, but he was complaining that his his uh, followers, you know, which are BL BL fans, uh, Hispanic BL fans. A lot of times they want to know if an actor is gay or straight, right? And they get very excited when a gay actor plays uh, a BL role. And I think he doesn't understand the significance of that. He says, oh, you know, I don't, it, it doesn't matter to me. But to me, it matters because I think it's about representation and about having proper representation, you know? And so, yes, the BL tradition, like I said, 
starts uh, or comes from this this tradition of having you know men manly looking men right fall in love with with each other but that we're, doesn't we're, mean that we shouldn't have gay men playing roles we're getting into a completely different topic which is very worthy and which we should do uh, a whole episode on which is uh, straight actors versus gay actors in bs yeah, yeah. but I, uh, I i will relate it to our current topic in this one way i frankly think that if you're going to have straight actors uh, and you're going to have love scenes, uh, you know, gay love scenes, and you're going to be heavy-handed about the amount of sex that you're pouring into it. I think that uh, I want to see these straight actors having full-on anal sex with each other. <laughs> if that, if you're gonna, if you're gonna pull those tricks to try and take my money, then let's go all the way, honey, and let's get the straight boys doing full-on close-up anal sex. Well, that wouldn't be BL, would it? <laughs> in conclusion, my final diagnosis as a nun in the medical field of BLs is that sexuality is welcome in BLs to a certain degree. If it goes too long, it gets awkward and it's contrived, even though it may be titillating, but it doesn't tell the story. The story was already told in the first five seconds. You don't need three minutes, in my opinion. I came to BLs for what they did to my heart, not what they do to my loins, and I love the genre for that, and that's what I want the genre to continue to portray, because I don't find those stories about my people in many other places, not the ones about the heart. So I wish that BLs would continue to do that. I can get my loins stirred a lot of other places, and I don't need the BLs to do that. Although occasionally, yes, it is fun, but by and large, I would ask for the BLs to focus on the heart, not the loins. Yes, and I agree with that. I think for me, I have a different, little bit of a different take on it. I would say for me, I, I go into BL because I want to see the romance. So for me, the sex is not as important. I know that sex is part of a relationship. And so I do want to see healthy relationships be portrayed. So again, you don't need the whole like, 10 minutes of showing them making out and, you know, doing whatever between the sheets. I don't need to see that because I know it's fake anyway. So just show me them, like, you know, taking their shirts off and maybe they walk into the bedroom. I don't know. Just show me enough that I know what's going on. Show me enough that I don't feel like you're literally covering my eyes because it's insulting for us to see two men having sex, right? That's the other extreme. I just want to see enough that I know that something is going on. And I don't want to be insulted by the way that that is presented. I don't want to see... I mean, I think when Lovefish did it with the goldfish, uh, when when Lovesick did it with the goldfish, I think that that was like a little bit too extreme, right? But I think that just showing them like in Make It Right where you see the legs going, kind of rowing each other, like that's that's good enough. So that's what I want to see. But I don't come here to see sex. If I want to see sex, I can watch pornography, right? So that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to see the love stories, and I want them to be well told. Now, having said that, I will add one caveat, which is two things. You know, One is I am not above seeing some skins, so I don't mind seeing my pretty actress shirtless <laughs> or in shorts. And the other thing is, I do like a good kiss, right? So when the kiss is necessary and organic to the story, I want it to be passionate. I want it to be, you know, I don't want it to be awkward. I want it passionate, right? So I would rather the production companies and the acting coaches focus more on that. Because to me, that is more important than the other stuff. Agreed. Now, yeah. Now, where do we see this from here? I uh, or, or where does this go from here, you know, in terms of BL? I do hope... That bad body sets a precedent and shows other production companies, other directors, that this is what people crave, right? Bad body has pretty much stormed Twitter with this kiss that they had uh, this last Friday, and, and which was from episode five. And I think that that shows that you know there is there is ways to for production companies to still make money out of of BL. And they, you know, if they're t telling the right story and if the story has the right climax, I think people will, will go crazy for it, right? So I hope that this serves as an example and I hope we don't go the why are you road, which pretty much is no plot, right? And just having 
people making out, right? And and that's in bathtubs. In bathtubs. So that's maybe perfect for Jaoi, it's perfect for manga. But we want to see you know, we want to see the Thai BL take on this. We want to see that heart that brought us to to watch Thai BL, you know. Of which Lovesick is probably the best example. So that would be my conclusion. So I hope this epidemic doesn't spread out and I hope it's contained and I hope that, that with this vaccine that was developed by ALF, uh, you know, with this vaccine of uh, this, this kissing scene between Oman and Non, I hope that serves as a vaccine and everybody learns from that. Otherwise, we will begin aerial spraying. Thank you for listening to this episode of the VL Clinic. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep watching BL and support your actors. But please, don't obsess too much. That's right. Remember to be a fan, but not infatuated. So we hope you enjoyed our work, and we'll see you back in the clinic. Cough, cough.